please welcome them. They're performing the number one video on Total Request Live. Here's Insane doing Tearing Up My Heart. It's tearing up my heart when I'm Congratulations, Slim Shady's going to number two. With a little, little bit of help from MTV. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the premiere show of 106 Park. It was essential after school viewing. Every day, we'd run home to watch the top 10 music videos of the day on MTV or BET. Whether it was Carson Daly on TRL or AJ and Free on 106 and Park, we needed to know who was going to be number one and which of our favorite artists was going to stop by. All right, y'all, here's a live performance, Destiny's Child, Soldier! Where you at, 106? Performing Genie in a Bottle at number five today, ladies and gentlemen, live on TRL, is Christina Aguilera. And watching these countdowns and voting on your favorite videos, it felt very communal. Because before YouTube, if you wanted to watch that new Eminem video, you had to catch it live on MTV or BET. This is Peak 2000s, the show that throws it all the way back, 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 back to our favorite pop culture moments of the aughts. Today, TRL and 106 Embark. Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. Specifically, they're beating around the bush, which we've done enough of in this ad too, so let's get right to it. The new Moneymaker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Money Maker. Play the game and you could win money, up to $2 million. With more than $88 million in prizes, ranging from $50 to $500, Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm your host, Sydney Washington, and here with me is my MTV VJ, Marie Faustin. Hi. Hi, baby. I'm loving this. Are you you honestly look like a VJ right now. The hat, the coat, you're cool. Girl, I wanted to be a VJ. That's that's what I wanted to be when I grew up, was an MTV VJ. The person that like is holding the mic and they're like, hey, what's going on, Carson? It's me, Reezy, on the streets of New York. Obsessed. Yep. Okay. Let's set the, the kids up who are listening right now who, who don't even know what that's about. What was the setup of the show? So, TRL, Total Request Live, mm-hmm. okay, and 106 and Park, they would show 10 videos over the course of like an hour, right? And then they had a live studio audience and people would just be really excited to watch music videos. There's a great shot outside. This is insane. This is crazy. Backstreet Boys are here. All right. And... There's people who would be outside of TRL who also had an opportunity to be inside to actually be an audience member. So it was very interactive. And TRL shot in Times Square. Times Square. There's a big-ass window. Mm -hmm. The celebrities would wave to people. And people would be like, ah! 
106 Park, they would do the same type of format. But the interviews, I felt like, were just a little bit more on point. Yeah. They were better interviewers on 106 and Park. Yes. But yeah. TRL was pop. It was like, whatever top 40 is with that. Mm-hmm. But 106 and Park was like rap and hip hop. And it was a little bit more verse. 106 and Park was verse. <laughs> and it was more inclusive. Between you and I, mm. like, what was your thing? Like, were you more of a 106 and Park girl or you were TRL? I think like most uh, suburban blicks. Uh, I started at TRL and then I moseyed on over to 106 and Park because mm. I was like, oh, this is where my people are. Yeah. TRL was literally right after school, like around three-something. And then 106 and Park was later, like at six. Yeah, because I would come home sometimes and the TV was already on. And TRL was already at like video number four or whatever. And I'd be like, I I didn't miss the Backstreet Boys. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, no, you didn't miss them because they were number one or number two. And what was your favorite music video? Anything Backstreet Boys was my favorite. Or even the Britney Spears One More Time video. I remember that. It was just like a bright, shiny pop video. Did you have a favorite video on TRL? I did. I think it was Christina Aguilera. Dirty? Dirty. Yeah. That's when she was... When she was boxing and dirty? Yeah. When she had dreads. Oh, yeah. That was a different type of Christina, but it was allowed. I said, I'll take this Christina. She's really, you know, going against the grain. And Redman was in that. Yeah. It was. It was like... Dirty. Dirty. Okay, let's get into it. This is the time where we bring in our fabulous guest. She's a culture critic for NPR. Okay, fancy. Mm-hmm. And one of the hosts of Pop Culture Happy Hour. Give it up for Aisha Harris. Welcome to Peak 2000s, babe. Hey, this is right up my alley because I was very much in adolescence and becoming an adult throughout the 2000s. Mm. Okay, so let's get into the backstory of TRL. How did, like, these shows come about? So, (laughs) TRL came around in 1998, 99. It was a time when MTV was, like, figuring out what it wanted to do with itself because, you know, they had all these shows, like, Real World and whatnot, but they weren't as focused on music and music videos as they were before. So, they created this show as a way to sort of try and get back into that vein again. And it kind of coincided perfectly with the moment when boy bands and girl pop stars were becoming a thing and it showcased those artists Britney, Destiny's Child, Christina Backstreet Boys, NSYNC like they were ruling the roost at that time and you know little me was like 11, 12 when that when that happened so that was the life for like a couple years. And we really at that time the fandomonium that was stirring it was real. Like we really wanted to see these people up close and personal. We knew every lyric. We we even almost wanted to dress like them. Yep. We we wanted to be their friend. <laughs> we were obsessed with these people and that's just what our lives were at the time. Britney Spears' music is so positive. The energy makes you want to get up and dance. But yet, it talks about heartbreak and breaking up with boys and how to, like, recover from all that. 
Yes. <laughs> but what made it so popular? Was it because this was a time where, you know, we could get shout outs and there were contests to like actually go to TRL? Is that is that why people yeah. were so involved? The interactive part of it was absolutely the so much of the appeal. And it, this was pre-social media, right? So mm-hmm. this and teen magazines were kind of the only way we got to know who these people were. And so they would come on, they would do the little banter, they'd promote whatever they were promoting. And sometimes they they do like quizzes or like fun games with audience members or with Carson. And that was that was how we got to to know them. Yeah, I think the best part of TRL was the fans could actually go there and stand outside with the signs and just screaming and going crazy. It just made everything feel more exciting. I do remember when Millennium came out. Mm-hmm. Backstreet Boys released their second album, Millennium, today. And my, oh my... This is crazy. The day it came out that Tuesday, my class was on a field trip in New York City. And I remember seeing sort of the pandemonium happening. Those are the sights and sounds of Backstreet Mania. Oh, you were in Times Square when they shut it down. Yeah, I remember it just being like all the girls were geeking out about it. And it was it was the thing. It was a big deal. Okay, 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 okay. Wait, who was your favorite Backstreet Boy? Ooh, I was all about Brian. I I thought Brian was the cutest. (laughs) Oh, I love me some Brian. (laughs) So TRL, everybody's getting involved. The kids are screaming. I want to know, like, what was the biggest moments that stand out for y'all? So probably one of the more infamous ones for her <laughs> was the Mariah Carey moment, for yes. sure. I don't know. What are you here? doing here is the question. I'm here. Can you hold this? Yeah, sure. I brought you a present. It's this shirt. For a little context, it was 2001. Glitter had either just come out or was, or was about to drop. I think it was about to drop. Yeah, it was about to drop. And we we now know a little bit more of the backstory because Mariah in her memoir last year, which I highly recommend, it's really great. She kind of talked about how she was upset with her label and her production team and how they weren't really backing her and giving her the support she needed. And so she's like, I'm going to take things into my own hands. And so she, quote unquote, surprises Carson Daly. It's not clear to me whether or not he actually didn't know this. Clearly, the people at MTV knew. Maybe they didn't tell him that she was coming. But she shows up in a shirt that says Loverboy on it, airbrushed Loverboy. And then she has like an ice cream cart and she's giving ice cream to the entire audience. And Carson the whole time is just like, what is happening? Why are you here? And she just kind of goes on a rant for a few minutes. Somebody needs a little therapy. Yes, I understand that. And today is that moment for me. <laughs> What's wrong? Well, you weren't, Everything's Aren't great. you busy? You just came by TRL Hello. to hang out? I did not no, know about we're just, this. We're is, just here. What is this? Is this ice cream? Is this ice- it's the ice cream truck. See, they had decorated this. Well, we like this. Mariah Carey's um, okay. lost her mind. I don't, I don't know exactly what's going on here. I was going to commercial break. Wait, and I got the other wait, wait, video, and I hear her singing. Truck. You brought ice cream. Look at the ice cream truck. I bought, I bought everybody presents. Hold All right, on. Mariah, here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Carson Daly wasn't off. He, he said she lost her mind, and we found out. Yeah, babe. Why was she out of breath? She sounded so winded. Yeah. Well, she wasn't supposed to be there. So she was like, I don't know how this is going to go, but we, I'm getting in there with this ice cream. I don't know. Carson could have played it off a little bit better. He seemed annoyed. and Yes, and he did. He could have been a little bit more affable. Well, know? I think he knew her 
And he was like, okay, but girl, we, we actually have another guest. Like, <laughs> you messing up the time. I gotta go to break. They're killing me. I'm he like, said, I was about to go to commercial break yeah. and Mariah Carey is here. <laughs> like, maybe he really needed that break and she didn't give it to him. That's what it was. There was another moment. Remember when Aaliyah came with her pet snake? Get that snake away from me. Say hi to my baby. Chill, yo. <laughs> What you got a snake for? This is my baby. This is my pet. <laughs> what a sweet one. She was so sweet. He had a little black scent going on there for a hot second. I was like, what? Was what? that Carson? That was that was Carson. <laughs> wow. No, he didn't just code switch on TRL. <laughs> there was another time with Britney Spears. Britney Spears is here. Can you teach me the shimmy? The shimmy? The little shoulder thing? Yes, I think I can. Okay. So you just walk forward and you okay. just shimmy like that. Like like this kind of a thing? That's it. You number three. Why don't we check out our number three video today? Ooh. Do you know who it is? Um, I think it's mine. It's you! I felt like she lived around the corner from TRL. Because <laughs> they had her all up and through there. Our first award of TRL's first ever TRL award show for First Lady. Oh, she's good. Britney Spears, everybody. <laughs> Not Carson trying to act like he doesn't know how to shimmy his shoulders. <laughs> That's like the most basic quote-unquote dance move. People in comas can shimmy, Carson. Let's do better. Not you wasting Britney Spears' time on TRL. Let's all move on down to 106 and Park. Okay, because that came out in 2000. What made that different from TRL? It was black. Yeah, I was going to say, there were <laughs> black people on it. Yeah. Like, more, more black people than usual. Give it up for Chris Make some noise, y'all, for Alicia. They had comedians on. They had people mm-hmm. like John Witherspoon and and Cat Williams, like people who might have been a little bit older than the people watching it. But it sort of showed the way in which black culture kind of transcends in many ways different generations. And TRL, you know, was aimed squarely at teens, usually teen girls. Teen and mainstream. It was very mainstream. and mainstream. But with 106 and Park, you had everything from hip-hop, like straight-up hip-hop. You had Outkast. You had all these people. And then you also had Lil Bow Wow. We're about to induct Bow Wow into the 106 and Park Hall of Fame. Bow Wow became Mr. 106 and Park. Little Bow Wow. Oh, that's right. Taking it over for the kids. He was the Britney Spears of 106 and Park. His his videos were the ones that were constantly on top because the teen girls were voting for him. And that that could be his greatest claim to fame at this point. No shades of Bow Wow. But. Fun fact, <laughs> young girls love being on the phone. So they're calling it. They they know how to use it. They know how to boop, 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 boop. They don't know how to be fast. Yep. Man, I just want to thank the fans for calling up here and voting, you know what I'm saying? The people back at home. He was such a oh baby. <laughs> he sounds like a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> From little Bow Wow to also selling do-rags now. That's... Good for him. The growth. (laughs) Okay, so it it was different from TRL because it was, you know, very black. They also had, like, Freestyle Fridays. So people who thought that they could rap or were (laughs) rappers would come through and hit you with a little one-two verse or whatnot. Have a couple bars. Just popping Yaga. Yaga, yaga, yow. All right, time to get into things. Y'all know the rules, man. No cursing, no foul language, no sexually explicit lyrics. All right, each MC has 30 seconds in round one, followed by 30 seconds in round two, and after that, the judges will pick the winner. It's time for round one. I need y'all to touch mics, and I need y'all to respect my sight because it's so uncommon. 
I just remember it being funny. Sometimes people would fight. Like, Freestyle <laughs> Friday was hilarious. It would get serious sometimes. Yeah, Jen. You remember Jen? Yeah, I'm Chinese. Now you understand it. I'm the reason that his little sister eyes are slanted. If wow. you make one joke about right so karate, NYPD be in Chinatown searching for your body. What? Mm. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> at wow. That, at that time, you're like, oh. We were like, oh. we're kids. This is good. <laughs> we're kids. We don't know what's good rap. Come on now. It was, it was actually pretty dope at the time it it doesn't check out now yeah but when he was there five weeks in a row we were like go Jen we go like, Jen. Jen is here <laughs> and the hosts were just like attractive and cool AJ and Free remember them yes well what I loved about Free was that she was beautiful but she also was like she was like the around the way girl the the girl yeah. that mm-hmm. like you would see you would be friends with she wasn't impossibly unapproachable she wasn't light-skinned she wasn't like those things that music and and hollywood tend to appreciate in black women (laughs) more over over other things and her hair was often natural awesome hair she had a great body she just had like a cool vibe she kind of was like the original tiana taylor Mm. kind of comparable to that in terms of like her cool factor i feel like i was watching some clips i realize now that like Every guy who came on the show hit on her. Say like this, Free. We was in L.A. checking you out. And uh, I just want to tell all the homies out there, yeah, it's for real. She's fine for real. Ludacris walking around with this chain and we just want to know. Why you trying to act like you don't know what this for? You know what happened backstage before this thing. Whoa. I did a lot of shows, but you are banging. Was obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, oh, what what must that have been like to to deal with that? Because now nowadays we think about that and it's just like, oh, just let me do my job. And I wonder how much of it was her and actually enjoying it, because I don't want to like I don't want to assume that she didn't sometimes enjoy it, because sometimes maybe she did find those other guys attractive. But well, didn't they say that her and Jay-Z had like a thing or there was like some kind uh, of affair going on? Whoa. I heard that as well. I did yeah. not care about that. Like she was that girl. Not only was she had a beautiful body, but she knew the music. Yeah. Oh, she yeah. knew the music and she was she was a great host. She AJ, was. we we looked at him and we were like, he's a little corny, but it's it's fine. <laughs> like it balanced he, out. He you was know? a little corny, but like he was cute too. His locks yeah. were always like neat. He was tall. He looked good next to her. Right. And he also knew his music. He knew his music. But also, like, if you watch clips of them now, you're like, he's interrupting her a lot. A lot. A lot. Mm-hmm. He needed to take some courses on hosting <laughs> with someone else. Some he, teleprompter reading classes. Yeah, he had some issues. And then and then the music videos. The music. Now, the music. I really feel like 106 and Park actually cared about the music videos. Yes. We gotta know what the next video is and I hope you're saying it's the song I love. Yes. <laughs> it is, it's Rock the Boat. Yes! It's Rock the Boat. Yeah! Now- right before Aaliyah died, she she came on 106 and Park. What more can you expect, though, from a superstar with a platinum voice and a heart of gold? Give it up, y'all, for Aaliyah! And I think she was giving away a, a Range Cadillac. Rover. Yeah, it was a white Cadillac. She gave it away because she was also, you know, doing her press run for the album. And it was like one of her last interviews. Now, your album has been out since mid-July and it's been doing yeah. so well. We got to congratulate you. you on that. I have to thank all of you guys for that. Thank you. Yeah, just a few days later, she passed away. That's yeah. wild. I definitely think that 106 in Park was just a little bit more personal than TRL. TRL was definitely about the fandomonium, but I think 106 and Park, I felt like you can get to know the people a little bit better. 
Let's put a pin in that because we definitely should go to this next segment, which is Yer Yuck. Okay, so it's yay if we think it still holds up today or yuck, it should stay where it was. Like, we don't need to discuss it at all. So Carson Daly as the face of TRL. What is it like being the king of TRL? <laughs> I don't know about that. It's uh, it's nice to have a job that, you know, some young people actually dig and whatever, watch it when they get home from school and pays my rent. Just bland as dry as Carson Daly. <laughs> just you could you I could always like, tell when he wasn't into an yes, artist because he just like true. wasn't he wasn't giving it his all. Like at least with like AJ and Free, they were always you couldn't tell when they might not have been feeling something. And with Carson, it was like always very obvious. And I feel like Carson Daly wore the same outfit every single episode. <laughs> so Carson Daly, yay or yuck? Can I give a yuck? Yuck? I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like he 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 made it. He made it the show. Like without him, I guess you could have had a different host. But I don't think he was necessarily the most interesting. He was not. He, he wasn't. And I and, and maybe that's to the advantage of the show. Like, the point is to shine on these artists and promote whatever they're doing and the fans. And so perhaps he was perfect for that. I mean, were girls into him? He dated Jennifer Love Hewitt. Remember that? Oh, man. Yes. Totally forgot about that. And she was, she was like, in her prime at the yeah. time. Mm-hmm. I say yay for him hosting it in the early 2000s. But looking at it now, if we try to do it again, I'm saying yuck. Yeah, I think they did a good job of getting somebody very plain, very bland. So yay for that. What about the crazy fan Tiffany on TRL who threatened to kill Carson when she lost a game of boy band <laughs> trivia? You look very pissed off, Tiffany's about to punch me in the face. I'm going to kill you too. Oh, 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 hey. Oh, hey. Oh, hey, now that wouldn't be good for the Backstreet Boys. I don't want her in my back. Let's just go right over here. Who knows what's going to happen? Um, I'm with the Instinct Girls. They'll save me. <laughs> I will say Carson handled that very well. I would have yeah. reacted probably the same way. He was a good host. <laughs> Carson Daly wasn't here for the shits. So girl looked serious when she said that. She didn't. She wasn't like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to kill you. No, she was like, I'm going to kill you. And her face, like, laser, laser point. So, yuck. I'm going to say a yay for her saying that because it did, it, it was, it was entertaining. I thought it was funny. That's how you knew it was unscripted. Yeah. <laughs> and we all know, after Mariah Carey barged in there, that uh, the security at TRL was very <laughs> lax. <laughs> all right. We're, we're all on the same page. What about Michelle from Destiny's Child? Yes. Falling <laughs> on 106 and Park. And the girl's just walking right over her. <laughs> and they kind of like did a slow-mo of it afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. That iconic. It's iconic. yes. It's, it's, it's a, a yay. yay. It's a yay. <laughs> the show must go on. We cannot stop the performance because you fell, babe. I mean, it, it really does encapsulate how she's been perceived from by fans since the beginning. That's true. In, right. in the worst ways. But look, I love I love Michelle and I love the fact that she just keeps pushing. And I think that perseverance, you, you can spin it. It's like a yuck, but then she got back up. She didn't leave the she stage. She did get back up. She didn't leave the stage. If you first should don't succeed, <laughs> just self up and try again. I, I too am Michelle Williams. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And lastly, Tom Green, the Bum Bum song. And that's not very fun. 
if you fall down and hurt your bum I like to put my bum on things It's fun for everyone Oh my god. That's a yuck. Yeah. I mean, look, this was one of those things I remember in sixth grade or seventh grade, whenever that was, that was the song all the boys enjoyed singing and reenacting. And I also haven't thought about this song since then (laughs) and was reminded that Tom Green was married to Drew Barrymore for a hot second. Yes. <laughs> like, what a time yes. to be alive. What a uh, time. I'm going to say yay for him being experimental mm-hmm. and silly. Yeah. Eminem also sampled that song in Real Slim Shady. My bum is on your lips. My bum is on your lips. And if I'm lucky, you might just give it a little kiss. The other thing about TRL was that it was like this war between the pop stars, teeny boppers, and then it was like Eminem and Limp Bizkit and Corn. And corn. (laughs) Yeah, the the emo girls versus the the pop girls. I love it. They gave us range and we love. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. Let's break it up. Let's take a little pause and we'll be right back. This episode of Peak 2000s is not brought to you by Proactive. Is your acne so bad you try anything? You need Proactive. Proactive is a real medication that real celebrities really use. Like P. Diddy. I didn't want no bumps on my face. I'm going to be straight up. That's why I started to use Proactive. Jessica Simpson. I start my day and end my day with Proactive Solution. And Lindsay Lohan. Proactive heals acne, but the best thing is it's super gentle. So it works every day like skincare. That's how I use it, and it works. Proactive. Made with botanicals, chemicals, and other stuff. We don't know what's in it, but we must be doing something right because we have a lot of money to pay celebrities. Now's your chance to join Lindsay Lohan and millions more who've cleared their skin with Proactive Solution. Proactive. Only $39.95 with a free gift. Call now. one 800 When Sweet Tarts dared to combine sweet and tart, they thought, why stop there? Why not create other exciting and unexpected combinations like rainbows and ropes or fruity and gummy or chewy and more chewy? That's why they created fun treats like Sweet Tarts Twisted Rainbow Ropes, Gummies Fruity Splits, and Chewy Fusions. When you dare to combine, it's sure to blow your mind. Sweet Tarts, dare to combine. Visit SweetTartsCandy.com to shop now. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations at Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. So where is Free? Where is AJ? Where is uh, Carson Daly? Where are these these hosts at? I can't say that I followed any of their careers. Well, Free is a private. She's not in the limelight. She's doing her thing. Well, the last thing I heard about her was that she was back to hosting like a radio show in L.A. or something like that. Yeah, radio. Because she went back to radio, yeah. Good for her. I like that. Uh, AJ is canceled. (laughs) He was fired from E!, he had, like, uh, some oh. sexual harassment claims. Ugh. Wow. He's blocked. And uh, Carlson Daly was, like, he hosted The Voice for some oh, time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He out here. Yeah. People are still working. 
They're getting these checks. So what are we doing with music videos? We don't, do we even have shows like TRL and 106 and Park now? The thing about TRL and 106 and Park is that this was like pre-YouTube. And so if you wanted to watch music videos, that was really the only way to watch them. And now we have YouTube and now we have, you know, people like Beyonce just like releasing videos. Mm -hmm. There is not really a market for it. And I don't think you could ever revive it truly. Right. Like if you were expecting fans to tune in every day, like a daily five, five day a week show for this live event. No, yeah. I don't think you could bring it back like that. Yeah, I agree. I think because of TRL, in 106 and Park, it kind of was a layup for things like YouTube. Like, oh, music videos are important. Let's watch them there. I mean, it also coincided with the peak before the, the precipitous fall of record sales. And this was feeding the music industry. It was the music industry was giving them these stars and they were giving these stars all of the album sales and single sales that they wanted. And it's also interesting to look at 106 and Park as just like, this entity that proved for the 100th time to the quote-unquote mainstream and white executives mm -hmm. that there was an audience, there was a rabid audience for Black content and Black culture. And so what you start seeing is you start seeing people like NSYNC showing up on 106 and Park and Tom Cruise showing up on 106 and Park to promote a movie because they knew that Black kids go to the movies and they don't want to just see necessarily Black content. They see everything. And so it kind of proved in a way, even though it shouldn't have needed to be proven, that there was a market for Black youth and they needed to be catered to. So that's why you have, you know, I feel like you don't have B2K without 106 and Park existing. <laughs> yeah, it, it it made a lot of people superstars. I want more of that. Like, I miss making the video. I miss, cause that was another great thing about TRL is that you would often have making the video and then like, it'd show up on TRL or vice versa. Mm -hmm. They'd premiere a video. Just like the idea of premiering a, a music video is it's is kind of lost, it feels. It, people just drop them now unless you're someone like Kanye or Beyonce. And we're yeah. watching them separately. Right, right. Not collectively, yeah. Yeah. It was great going through the peak 2000s of these music video TV shows. You have been amazing. Can you promote anything you got going on and where can we catch you? Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, you can find me on NPR. Definitely check out Pop Culture Happy Hour. We talk about all things pop culture. I have a book coming out in a little over a year and it's called Wannabe, Figuring Out a Life Through Pop Culture. It's part memoir, part pop culture criticism. We'll be talking about some of the things we've talked about today, that era of the aughts and the 2000s. I'm excited, and I owe my editor a manuscript very soon. <laughs> I Girl, you better we, get to work. We can I read, know. and I can't wait to be able to see the book and read it as well. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Aisha. <laughs> Guys, now it's time for the Swag Report, where we break down the latest trends. Marie, I heard you're at a music video taping. Tell me where you at, babe. Ooh, Creole lady lot. Girl, I am on set for Moulin Rouge, the taping. Are you in Paris? No, girl. We are in New Jersey shooting the video. <laughs> <laughs> you would never go to New Jersey. Look at you. What's the opposite of Paris? New, New Jersey. Jersey, yes. <laughs> okay, tell me what's going on there. Who's there? Okay, so we got Maya Pink. Yes. Christina Aguilera is here, and Lil' Kim, and Missy. No way! What a it's lineup! It's very sexy here. Ooh, I love, I yeah. love. 
Do you know the French part? Do you know what that means? No. Do you want to sleep with me tonight? Oh my God. Do you? Dirty, nasty girls. So do you? No, you're my best friend. Shut okay. up. Well, all right. I guess I get, I'll let you get back to work in the studio. Uh, now, you need to secure us getting into a music video, so go make friends. And don't be rude. Oh. Okay, well, then I don't think we're going to get in the video, sis. <laughs> I was already rude. They saw me sneaking a bunch of things into my purse, so... Yeah, actually, you know what? They're telling me I have to leave. Okay, all right. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Don't push. Thank uh, you so much, Marie, for being so brave, yeah. so bold, and so loud. Back to me in the studio. Back to you. Thank you for your beautiful swag report, babe. <laughs> Peak 2000s is a Spotify original production in partnership with the Vox Media Podcast Network. I'm your host, Sydney Washington, and you can follow me at JustSydSYDNYC. You can follow Marie Faustin at Miss Reezy, that's M-S-R-E-E-Z-Y. We are produced by the Vox Media Podcast Network and Spotify. For Vox Media, our producer is Gina Pollock. Our executive producers are Zach Mack and Nashat Kura. Our engineer is Daniel Turek. Our theme music is by Brandon McFarlane. And for Spotify, our producers are Baron Farmer and Candice Manriquez-Ren. Executive producer is Gina Delvac. Special thanks to Evan Tarantino, Teal Kratke, Amanda Long, Yasmin Afifi, and Leslie Guan. Next time on Peak 2000s... We- 